0: Today's episode is made possible by the generous support of Charon Law Offices. Located in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, Steve Charon and his team work with startup companies offering a full range of legal services. No matter what stage your startup is in, the team at Charon Law Offices can help you. From structuring to developing stock option plans to assisting with fundraising arrangements, Charon Law Offices can guide you through the process. For more information, email steve at charonlawoffices.com or call 412-880-5633. Visit their website at CharonLawOffices.com for more information. Charon Law Offices, from startup to exit and everything in between. You can follow us on Twitter at BroadcastPGH and find us on Facebook at thebroadcast_pgh underscore PGH and Instagram at broadcast underscore PGH. Our website is Broadcast-Podcast.com where you can find all of our past episodes. If you want to support the show, you can visit our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash if you'd like to sponsor or otherwise partner with the show, we'd love to talk to you. Drop us a line at broadcastpgh at gmail.com.
1: But my great love is, is wildlife conservation. Yeah. I mean, I love domestic animals. Yeah. The first ho- the first animal I loved at two was a horse. Yeah. To this day, there's not a day that goes by and I've had several over the years. Mm-hmm. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think of a horse, but I love elephants probably more. Yeah. I mean, I I I I my dogs protect me. Yeah. And so tell when us- you're when you partner with an animal, mm-hmm. when you just don't own an animal yeah. or have it as a pet, when it's a partner that does something like functions as a protection.
0: Yeah.
1: Dog it's a different relationship. Sure. Yeah. yeah and sure. so I, I I get why how cops feel. Yeah. You about know their dogs. about their dogs as they do.
0: Tell us about your work in wildlife conservation. Like I know you've done some trips over overseas. Tell us a little bit about that. My first trip was to Africa
1: on a horseback safari because I just wanted to go to Africa and I always used to have these, these fantasies about riding a horse. And, um, I went to Kenya and I wasn't even that skilled a rider. I had just really, I had ridden a little bit as a child and then it was all swimming, but I always wanted to. And so then I started taking lessons when I started making some money and I wanted to get my own horse. And, um, so, there was this family on the trip. There were they were there were eight siblings, but only four of them went on the trip, and their mother. And they came from a very, very prominent New York family that was part of the Morgan Stanley families. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a, one of the members of that family was Felicity Huffman. Oh, isn't that wild. And I became really close friends with her sister, mm. Mariah. And I was friends with, in fact, after the trip, I went to see her uh, dress rehearsal on Broadway. She was in a play with uh, Bill Macy. Mm-hmm. And I think she was dating him at the time. Yeah. And a guy, an actor named Treat Williams. Do you remember? Sure. Treat Williams? Yeah. yeah. From Hay, it you? was, it was a David Mamet play. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyway, that was my first Africa trip. And um, then in 1995, I'm 1994, I met the world famous elephant expert Ian Douglas Hamilton mm-hmm. he came to the Pittsburgh zoo and i touched my first elephant willie tyson had just come to work here who is our elephant curator and i was interviewing him cuz i knew about him i don't know how but i did when i was little, when i was like 12 i checked out a book mammals of the world uh-huh. and i tried to memorize every mammal in the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to memorize them all. There's that's, I mean, I, I, there's still some that I know. Like I knew when I was 12, I knew what a clip springer was. I knew what an uh, a okapi was. I knew what a bongo was. Those are animals that are in the forest. An okapi is related to the giraffe. Um, um, but anyway, I bought this book by the very famous photographer Franz Lanting about the Okavango Delta. Some people say Akavango, uh, Okavango Delta, which is the largest inland delta in the world. And I looked at it, and and I remember the line: Botswana had the largest unharassed herds. This is in 1995. So after touching Tosh, who then became my good friend, Tosh is the matriarch of our herd at the Pittsburgh Zoo. I um. I got this book, and I was decided I was going to do another. There was a horseback safari mm-hmm. in um um in Botswana. Yeah. So I went to Botswana. Mm-hmm. Um and I somebody from the zoo, this their their general curator found out I was going and she liked horses. And she said, Would you mind if I joined you? And I would it, it enabled me to split the cost of a tent. Nice. And I um was we were charged by elephants. We were rammed in a small boat by a hippo and that knocked the engine out. And I thought we were going to die that we were going to be because he was coming back to, to hit us again. Uh, what else happened that trip? We were, we had to make an emergency mount because there was a, a an entire herd we were having a little break it was now it was just it was it was it was amazing but that was 1995 and i came back and i had i was on the board of the women's center and shelter of greater pittsburgh i had done a moderating panel thing and i came out and talked about having you know experienced domestic uh, uh, abuse but i actually asked if I could join the board of the Pittsburgh zoo and I was, I was anchoring then, you know, I was the six and the 11 anchor at at that point. Yeah. 1995. And so I've been on the board ever since. So that was entree. But then I started, um, I started, I was supporting WWF, the world wildlife fund, and I had become very interested in climate change. Yeah and polar bears yeah. in 2008. And so I took um, a trip to the Arctic with Lindblad Expeditions where you have and, – and I don't know if you know who Paul Nicklin is. Follow him on – you know, he's amazing. He was on the trip doing his – doing. Well, he wasn't – he was only there for three days because he was taking a break because his assistant was married to the purser on the, the National Geographic Endeavor – and he took a three-day break and lectured us. And I interviewed him because I had my little camera and I was going to do a story when I got back. And he would never remember me now because, my God, he's so famous now. He has five million followers. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Hillary Swank, Aaron Rodgers, all these people follow him, Tom Brady. It's just he's amazing. And um, so, um, yeah, we stayed up. All night because it's light. Yeah, All, yeah. And it was June, and I stayed up almost till four in the morning talking, and um, and then you know a couple of years later, Polar Obsession came out, and it was so cool. Wow. So I did a story when I got back because two weeks after we did our trip, the National Geographic Endeavor hosted a global uh, um, initiative, and they went to the Arctic. Mm-hmm and uh Madeline Albright was on the trip, Jimmy Carter, uh the head of uh Amazon. I think Bezos at that time was on I don't know, but all of these people, wow. Google were you know, all these to see what needed to be done. People were beginning to talk about climate change yeah, and realizing seriously. it was a really serious problem. And and then then 6 months later, somebody on the trip had said you need to see Antarctica within 6 months. So, wow. <laughs> And I should have been spending all this money, really, because I wasn't. And and we went to Antarctica, and I was going with the wife of the man who brought me to Pittsburgh. He was our general manager and became the head of Hearst Broadcasting, John Connemike's. And so uh, we went on these two trips, and Antarctica. I thought, do I really do I want to just go and see penguins? <laughs> Changed my life, really, really, life life altering one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. And really? I fell in love with penguins. I'm um, a mammal person. Yeah. And yeah. I thought I was a terrestrial mammal person. Uh-huh. But then in these places, I, I got to, to see marine mammals. Wow. And, and I fell in love. I just fell in love with them. And I fell in love with penguins. Hmm. And so that's how it kind of started. And yeah. So then I would, I would listen to people lecture. And then I started giving to National Geographic and, and giving to WWF and yeah. – and, I went to, on a trip to Falklands in South Georgia. Unfortunately, I was there. It was near the end of my career, 2018. I only had like a month, uh, half a month left. And that's when the Tree of Life shootings happened. And I was at the bottom of the world and I couldn't get back. Mm. And I was, I was hysterical. Yeah. Because I, even though I wouldn't have been on camera, I could have helped. Right. You know, yeah. and and I just and there was no way they could get me back. They couldn't get a yeah. helicopter in. Yeah. We were in South Georgia, which is literally at the bottom of the world. Yeah. Near Antarctica. And so but anyway, um, I met another National Geographic photographer, follow him. Do you remember the um macaques, the snow monkeys sure. in Japan? Yeah. That's Jasper Dost. Wow. He is Dutch. He is amazing. And uh, uh, has connections with Curacao and relatives there, and um, so he lectured. He was on this trip, and he was one of the lecturers, one of the Nat Geo photographers, and got to know him. Fascinating guy, and I follow him now. So I started donating larger amounts to Nat Geo and going on these trips, and then um, when I got back. Um, from that trip someone had met with someone here at the who's on the board of the Carnegie met with a local development person for Nat Geo and they asked if I would help raise funds for Nat Geo in this area I couldn't at the time because I'm now the honorary chairperson of a capital campaign mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Zoo yeah. I said but once I am done with that I'll turn and 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 I I can help you and now there's a, another amazing organization that um, our zoo supports and that I visited and going to visit again. It's called the Victoria Falls Wildlife Trust. It's a, it's, it's a more focused, it's in Zimbabwe, but they're working with, with, with animal-human uh, conflict mm. uh, because, for instance, Victoria Falls, you have Cape Buffalo just walking into town. Very dangerous animals, extremely yeah, yeah. elephants, um, um, lions, and it, it is. It, it, and then you have snares in the bushmeat trade, and animals get stuck in these snares that that. And so they're right on the front lines of this, and they have they're really expanding their reach, and they have a board in Zimbabwe, and they've withstood all of the change in Zimbabwe. And the woman who is the CEO is from San Diego. And she went there and she was studying and she met this guy, Roger Perry, who is a is is has been in Zimbabwe even when it was Rhodesia and is is a great, you know, animal wildlife conservationist. So they have a board in California, they have a board in the UK, and they have a board in and so our elephant curator has uh been consulting them on their elephants and animals that have been rescued. And some of them they try to reintroduce and introduce to the wild, like the Sheldrick orphanage. So there's that. So that's how I've gotten to know, and I'm gonna go back to 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 visit them in, in um this this coming year, in the next month or two to the uh, Victoria Falls. And then I met someone else that, one, that our conservation officer, uh, Joe Gaspard, was friends with. Her name is Julie Scardina. She was the person who brought animals on the Jay Leno show right. for 15 years. And she also hosted a show with Jack uh, uh, Hanna, whom I've interviewed and met and spent time with. And she spoke at our zoo. A program we call Voices of Conservation, and she and I started talking about trips we'd taken and about the fact that I'd been in Rwanda and what have you. And so I started following her on Twitter, and she direct messaged me or I direct messaged her, and she said, "I'm I'm taking a group of people to Africa, uh, to Uganda and and uh, Kenya to Masai Mara, and she is connected. She's on the board of the National Marine." Mammal Foundation, and she was at SeaWorld and was a
0: trainer of orcas, and she is so impressive. So, what's your next trip to Africa going to look like? what's your What's your goal? Like well, I've been to right Africa there?
1: seven times, but no, I'm going to go back. I've also been in India. The mm-hmm. Indians are doing a, a, a much better job, of, really. Of of, of uh, yeah, of of trying to preserve their wildlife. Although I, I'm hoping young Chinese will. Develop a, a passion for this and stop it. Mm-hmm. I was in India in 2012 because I, I had to see a, a tiger in the wild. Yeah, and it was it, I burst into tears and and wow. was just stunned. I, I was mesmerized. I'm going back to India in 2021 with Julie and a group of people doing some of the same place, going some of the same places I'd already gone. Awesome. But the next one, I'm going back to Baja to. See gray whales again. Wow, gray whales are were were almost hunted viciously to extinction, and they were the whales who would uh, ram whaling boats to to protect their their young. And now, for some strange reason, there was an article in 2010 that was in New York Times magazine, and Jackie Conmike's saw the article and she said, this is, it was the next trip we took after Antarctica. She said, uh, read this. And they actually approach boats and let you pet them.
0: Isn't that something?
1: Yeah. For some reason they now seek out, kind of like Mm. dolphins do, they'll seek out and they'll, with their calves. And it happens in Baja, California in a place called Magdalena Bay and then uh uh because they come down there with their calves and feed and then i think they they migrate back i'm going back again and then i'm going to victoria falls Either in April or maybe in August. At some point I'm gonna go back because I want to do some more shooting and, and make little videos again, even though I'm lazy. <laughs> um, um, yeah. None of it, of sounds, it sounds like I was yeah, gonna no. say <laughs> uh, No 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 when it comes to doing that, that's that's considered work. But then I'm gonna go then in March I'm going to Yellowstone in the winter to the Lamar Valley to watch wolves because wolves are one of my favorites because I love dogs so much. I mean, yeah. I love horses, but I also love dogs. And did you know that dogs are not a species all their own? Dogs are a subspecies of wolf. Mm-hmm. They're It's less than a percent.
0: It's really just a tiny, tiny The way bit my dog eats, I, I definitely 100% believe that. So if someone wanted to go on a conservation-minded trip, like they had no idea about conservation, about animals, they they just want to do a trip and they wanted to do something to sort of help with animal conservation, where would you say start here? Like what would be the thing you would recommend? Like if you're just getting into it, you really want to do something, you want to take a trip, you want to, you know, Help with conservation efforts, where would you say is a good like job? Well, there off point? there are some places
1: where you really can volunteer, mm-hmm. uh, and it's cheaper mm-hmm. and they you, you don't necessarily get paid. It's called Earthwatch. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. done one of their trips, but Earthwatch is one. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindblad is expensive, it's yeah. expensive, mm-hmm. uh, but if you have the money and you want to do it, I highly recommend it. Lindblad and National Geographic partnered, yeah, and then. National Geographic finally just, Sven Lindblad oversees it, but National Geographic bought them outright. Mm-hmm. Then there was Nathab, Natural Habitat Adventures. Mm-hmm. Those, you can get cheaper ones, but there are there are ones that are really expensive. Yeah. Um, um, and now they're owned by National Geographic. Wow. And that wolf trip I'm doing, mm-hmm. for instance, the wolf trip I'm doing, that's, the trip itself is about six thousand dollars, then you've got your airfare. Yeah. So uh um that's why I kept working is so <laughs> that I could support these. Trips uh, you but want there to. are there are organizations. You can look at ratings. You can go online mm-hmm. and you can I had friends who went to Africa for a lot cheaper. So for like, you know, forty five hundred dollars and and uh you and and you can See a lot. You need to make sure though that they're ecologically sensitive. Yeah. See, I can't shut up when I'm talking about Sally.
0: This I, I feel like I could listen to you for like three or four more no, hours. No, you like can't. But like... We
1: need to end this because right. it's almost been it's been over an hour. That's all right. It's
0: time for Gray's Anatomy.
1: Yeah, we don't want to mm-hmm. keep you from Gray's Anatomy. Yeah.
0: But it's... Sally, I'd love to have you back anytime. Next when you get back from your next trip, let's talk again. Sure. Please go online and look for Victoria Falls Wildlife
1: Trust. Okay. And and, and please donate to them because they do have a connection with us. We do help them we we travel are uh, like Willie travels there and advises them and and helps out on on their elephant collaring so that they can track elephants and keep them from. You know, getting hurt or be- being killed because they go into cities and eat the garbage. Right now, I think a lot of people want to know where to give. Yeah. For Australia, mm-hmm. I-, I think people's best bet, you know, they're like they're calling zoos and saying where do we give. Yeah. Now, I-, I I do know there are some zoos that have collections of animals and they are donating, but your best bet is World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. Because they know how to distribute the that, money. They know, yeah, 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 they do. And World Wildlife Fund, they know how to distribute it and or or National Geographic, uh, something like that because they'll get them there. And if you don't know Paul Nicholin and Jasper Dost on Instagram, check them out and check follow
0: them. them. They're we'll awesome. Links, awesome. Thanks so much for coming on, Tally. Thank Sally. you. <laughs> so entertaining. Oh, of- the zoo! Oh, for gracious Pittsburgh sake. Zoo.
1: Please give to the zoo, the Pittsburgh Zoo. Go to the zoo, Go to the zoo but support. also, but also give to the zoo. Right. And and we have we're going to be doing some new stuff and 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 doing a conservation research center. So get ready to help us out right. in in our conservation, you know, efforts. Definitely,
0: Sally. Thanks for coming on. Ow. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. The Broadcast Podcast is proud to be a member of the Sorgatron Media family.